0: That's 424-256-1729. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Beauty and the Beast After Show.
1: Hey, everybody. I'm Allie Kona Bradford, and welcome to AfterBuzz TV. Bing is for doing. And today, after a week-long hiatus, we are back to doing Beauty and the Beast. Joining me today, as always, is Miss Paige Sullivan. Yes. Hello, everybody. And today we have a new host joining us. It's Amber J. Welcome. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good. Fantastic. So glad to have some new opinions up in here. And last we left Beauty and the Beast. Uh, Vince was beasting out, and he was blacking out, actually, and then beasting out, and then finding himself in just random places. And when we come back, he is doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. So... I want to talk a little bit about that. And first and foremost, as we talked about last time, we saw our first shot of Vincent full frontal. Yes. And this time, we opened up with a nice frontal shot again. I was quite excited. Even though he was a little sad at the it moment. It sounds like we're I talking was, about like okay. pornography.
2: We had a full frontal <laughs> of Vincent this episode. It was still a very nice view. Uh, it
1: was a very nice view. So, we have a murder, and this time around, we're looking for a suspect, and we're thinking that it could be Vincent.
2: Well, it, all the facts line up. The stars aligned. Yes. Um, he he blacks out, ends up in an alley covered in blood, goes home, washes it off. He says, I remember I was at Northampton at midnight. And, of
1: course, That's there was a the murder at Northampton at midnight.
2: midnight. <laughs> and he was, like, clawed up. It looked like he'd been clawed up, but yeah. apparently he wasn't. Yeah. Which,
1: I mean, my initial thought, too, I don't know about you guys, yeah, I was, was like, oh, it was him. Okay. He's right on his neck.
3: He
2: yeah. Looks, yeah. Here's yeah. my thing. When he beasts out, is he like Wolverine? Does he have things right. that come out of his hand? Like what makes him have claws claw. all of a sudden? Yeah. I've never seen He's more seen like that. a
1: Hulk than a beast to me. That's why I'm right. wondering
2: what the claw thing is.
1: Not quite sure. Yeah. And kind of jumping ahead a little bit too, another thing that I think leads to him is the check marks that are left on all the victims. We find out there's more victims, but this one in particular, after the crime scene is investigated, there's a check mark. I thought it was a V. I thought he was, like, V for Vincent, but apparently No, see,
2: so yeah, that's when I was like, it wasn't him. Because when he's beasting out, he's not thinking about what he's doing. Yeah, he's you just, like, he attacking. You think he would take the time to be like, oh, check. That? <laughs> yeah. Another one off the list. <laughs> like, I don't think he would do that. So, for me, once we found that, I was kind of like, he's good. And I was surprised they let Vincent off the hook so quickly this episode. What do you mean? Like, I thought he would be the suspect for a lot longer. It was just like, oh, not his blood, wasn't him. Yeah. So yeah. quick. Yeah, so, yeah. So quick. I was like, that fast? Like, yeah. you didn't leave us all, like, hanging for a little longer? But...
1: I was a little upset with JT, to be honest with you at first. Love is humor. P.S., by the yeah, way. Yeah, the funniest one. Yeah. However, I was a little upset because he's so always trying to leave Cat out, I feel like. And this time around when Vince is like, "Look, they've got this weekend plan him and Cat and they got to cancel it because obviously he's doing these blackout things." And Vince is like, "You know what? I don't want to lie to her, so let's just tell her what's going on." And JT's like, "No, got to keep her out. She might have to turn you in, blah blah."
2: I think honestly it's it's just he's worried, you know. You never know who's part of Nearfield or whatever exactly. and who could turn i mean if that was your boyfriend or the guy you liked and you find out now he might be murdering people and blacking out most girls would be like all right i'll see you later and if you were a cop sure I don't
3: know. and jt plays his role very well like he he stays in character and he plays that you know he's just not letting her in yet so i think that it's just going on with the overarching theme of who he is and his character he, yeah yeah,
2: yeah.
1: I get it. I get it, and I'm really proud of Cat, to be honest with you, because we've seen her in the past be a little bit selfish, and she, I feel like, is getting a little bit more about him and more selfless in the sense to where she's always trying to protect him. You know yeah. what I mean? Not that she would have ever given him up in the past. She was faced with that decision once, but aside from that, she's just all about him. This yeah, whole I like episode. It. And I re- yeah, I really like it too.
2: I know, but this episode really kind of, it kind of creeped me out. This whole episode. It's like this murder. This guy's killed i okay i hate hazing like when i think of hazing i freak out like i get like all nervous like i really don't like the idea of it and the fact that they touched on that in this episode already kind of had me on the edge of my seat because the things the kid the pledge who dropped out was getting these awful awful voicemails from the pledge master and that's like Crazy, and that, I'm sure that probably really happens
1: in life. Oh, though. of course, it really does. Absolutely, and th-
2: I mean, that really does happen, and probably worse. And the thing that freaks me out, and then this guy's dead, so it's like, what else is happening? What else is leading up to this? And that had me this whole episode. I was like, Ugh.
3: well, it was kind of weird to me that the person who ended up being the killer was not, not even, even a frat. relevant, like he was not even relevant. Yeah, it was yeah. so unrelated, so that kind of threw me off a little bit. It yeah, was, he's not in the frat, he has nothing. To do right. with what's going on, so right. it's like you touch on the subject, but then you don't really stay in the subject either. And,
2: and right. this was a lot like last week. Remember, there wasn't that many suspects, and this time yeah. there wasn't that many suspects. Yeah. It was the kid who dropped out, basically, was the only person that right. really, and they didn't even really question him no. because he right. had an alibi. So it was they were kind of just digging for who would do this, and other than Vincent, who they ruled out with the blood, it was kind of you know right. up in the air. Right. They had right. no idea, right? Going back really
1: quick to anybody who maybe missed the episode, the, the gentleman that had gotten murdered was the head of a am I'm gonna say fraternity. He's a yeah,
2: pledge master. Yeah,
1: and he was the one who got murdered. So obviously they're looking at all the pledgees, right? The brothers, brothers, mm-hmm, thinking that maybe he, they were the ones that killed him. Obviously it wasn't. Um, but the guy that did eventually we find out killed him wasn't like you said not even relevance. But he was an intern, fake intern to Evan. Yeah. Which yeah. was a whole new twist that I honestly didn't see coming. Once it did, I was like, Oh, okay, but it made perfect sense. Yeah when he was there. I mean extra. And a little extra sick, by the way, yeah. because the only reason he was an intern was just so that he
2: can follow up on his murder and kind of see what's going on and Yeah, I so I mean the murder wraps up and we find out who it is. I mean, pretty quickly. But the murder this time it was less focused on who did it, but like how and why. He did it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm
1: a little confused about that, to be honest with you. I yeah. mean, we talked about it a little bit before as far as the gentleman who was committing all the murders. His name is Peter. Peter saw his dad. Well,
2: he, this is the first murder he's committed. The, the first one was his body. Was that a was cadaver. in the lab. It was a
1: cadaver. Oh, yeah, that's right. He did a practice run, which who does that anyway? That's kind of weird. Anyway. Well, I mean, like, serial killers. They're sick. Obviously. Obviously. Obviously, there's
2: something <laughs> and, wrong. I, I mean, mean, who kills people right. for a living? True. Exactly. true, this is
1: I mean, I put in my application, but unfortunately <laughs> it was turned down.
2: Um, but
1: the thing is, is he witnesses his father, basically not witnessed, but found his father's dead body who had committed suicide. And I understand that that is a really traumatic event in your life, but as far as it making you want to go out and kill other people right. and recreate old murders, in fact, murders that were not suicidal. I don't know. Okay, just well, he says,
2: I don't know if... That changed me, if it was, or if it was already inside of me. He said that to Evan when he had Evan underground. So I think he questions that himself. I don't think a serial killer really wants to be a serial killer. I mean, they just have urges. I mean, and he was a criminology
3: student, so it's like, why are you studying this? I mean, it was just some of it made sense, but. Why are yeah. you studying this if this is what you're also going to be? Well, it
1: either inspired him or it intrigued him in that like sick way and yeah. he enjoyed it, and that's why he studied it, or maybe he knew he wanted to be it. But he seemed like it. he had
3: some sort of compulsion because even at the end when he was, you know, about to attempt to kill Ethan, it was more so like, you know, you got to do this precisely. And then when the beginning scenes, he was repeating his name like he's the third, and he does this. So he was very, like, precise. So he had, like, the markings of a serial killer just...
2: But it was almost obvious from the first second he was on there. We were all kind of like, oh, that's the intern. Like, I knew yeah. there was something really? with this intern. Yeah, it was really so I said it before it even happened. I was like, oh, it's the intern. Before mm-hmm. the, before we knew it was him. And just was because like, he had a creepy vibe about him. Just weird. Yeah, and
3: he was, like, annoying. And he, he was, was like, up his butt the entire time. Exactly. Yeah. Asking way too, too many, many questions. questions. Right.
2: right. Asking questions about things that most interns would just be like, oh, really cool. Like, tell me more about... Why that's important, not so. How do you know that? So, how do you put these stories together? Right. How do you how yeah. do you know who like, the murderer is? How did right. you remember that check mark? You right, know, that was, right. yeah, right.
1: Who really would, but um, I mean, that's why that's, it's his job,
2: yeah. It's a unique thing. I think if you, I think when you're in this career, yeah, uh, you have an eye for things like that. Because I would, like Evan said, he's like, that check mark I first thought was just a laceration, but it's not, right? He right. said, I've seen this before, exactly. and so it just. Everything about this was really creepy. It was really weird. Uh, freaked me out how he was recreating murders. Right. Freaked me out how he was putting himself where he knew, like Kat was saying, he wanted to be where his murder would end up and see it go through to the end and what they would find out about the body and what happened. And it's it's strange because he was saying, I mean, it was upstairs in that bell tower and it had a, a beach ball. Shoes, old shoes. Old yeah. shoes yeah. and an old record? Was it a record? Yeah, it um, was like a, a record. Yeah, and, and so he was recreating a murder. We found that in his bedroom. But it's just, and he goes, oh, well, he fit the type. He says, I, I saw what he did to the pledges, and I it was really wrong, and he was a really bad guy. So you, it almost made you feel like, oh, he had a harp, but then he's like, right. oh, but he fit the type for my yeah, for the right. murder. He looked like the guy who was murdered in the 20s. Right.
3: Just Yeah. Some of well, that didn't make, it didn't follow the same flow that the episodes usually follow because... It never told you how, like, the body got out there. Like, there were just a lot of unanswered questions about... Well,
2: it said he he stumbled, so he was still alive when he was walking away. He died from blood loss. So, obviously, he managed to get away. But there's no damage done to Peter. He doesn't look like anything's happened to him. He doesn't look like anybody put up a fight. So, how did he get away? Did he leave him for dead, or did he get up and... Run away and just die from blood loss on the way. I mean, and did that happen right. in the
1: original one because right. he still had the check mark? Right. So,
3: well,
2: you know what's interesting yeah.
1: to me about this whole situation, though, is he's recreating murders. But the body that was found, which was, um, the cadaver? The, no, 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 not the cadaver, Derek's uh, body, Derek's body, thank you. Derek's body was found and it had the lacerations on it that looked like something that Vincent had done. Mm-hmm. However, that was not the original murder that was in the room with the beach ball. That's so, I'm what wondering I'm saying. where yeah. that comes into play because it does look like Vincent. But there was another murder that he was planning on recreating, which is Evan's murder. And he was going to make it look like something the Beast had done in the past, which we saw in episode one. When we had that big subway scene and Catherine was saved by Vincent the first, well, it's technically second time in her life. So uh, the, the point of me bringing it up is it would make sense if the dead body... That like Evan's body has the the lacerations like the clawings, but it doesn't make sense that the guy that was getting killed in the room with the beach ball
2: had those lacerations. Exactly. And this this episode left a lot to be desired. I have to say for me, because like you were saying, where's the check mark if he wasn't dead when you left him? Right. Why does he have lacerations on him like right. it was Vincent? I get why they did it because they wanted it to look like Vincent to play out in this episode. I get that, but also Vincent has blood on his shirt. Whose blood is we it? Exactly. They don't even address it anymore. It's right. like, oh, it's not his blood. Oh, well. And then they just move on. And there wasn't another murder. They said there's one other like, gang violence thing. So whose blood is it? Right. That's what I want to know. And it's obviously not like he attacked Peter when Peter was attacking Derek. Yeah. Because he had nothing wrong with him. Right. Exactly.
1: But interestingly enough, you know, even though Vincent's blacking out and he's supposedly possibly committing these murders, it's always people that are bad people. So I don't know if he necessarily still has a conscience or he's just, like, blindly doing it because we did see him throw JT across the room. But when faced with the opportunity to hurt Catherine, he never did so. He walked right by her.
2: At the end. At the the end. end. The first time it was he was distracted by the noise. The second time, yeah, that was strange to me. And so I'm super confused about why this is happening to him. Don't understand why it's happening. And what... The consistency of this this show is just throwing me off this episode. Normally, everything makes sense. But this episode, everything's kind of scattered and nothing seems to be lining up. And I don't know if that's intentional to make us all be like, what's going on? But I'm not really following it. Did
1: anybody catch the paralleling part in this? I didn't either because I was really looking for it. I was looking for it, too. I did not catch it at all.
3: No,
2: I can't imagine what it was. I mean, maybe I felt like
3: the serial killer's dad died. Her mom died, but I couldn't even make a connection there. Mm, just yeah. there's nothing there.
1: No. no, no. And I'm thinking about trust and everything else. And it's just, I mean, people aren't what you think they are. I don't know, because the intern wasn't what we thought he was. Vincent may not be entirely what that Kat might be. thinks that he That might is. be what it is.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, don't, I know. don't know. That's this,
1: really reaching. This, yeah, episode
2: that's left, <laughs> yeah, this episode left us all kind of looking for a little bit more. Uh, but on a happier note, everybody here at After Buzz, I know I've started my holiday shopping. I don't Me know too. about you girls. I'm almost done. And I've done a lot of my shopping on Amazon. And uh, an easy way for you guys to help us out here at After Buzz is just to go to our website. We have an Amazon banner. And if you're going to buy anything from Amazon, it just takes an extra three seconds. doesn't cost you anything any more money than the product you're already buying and you just click on the banner brings you to amazon go ahead buy whatever you like whatever your heart desires um it's just a way for you to help us out help us keep the lights on here because we get a little kickback from that so i know everybody's got holiday shopping we're closing in so make sure to check that out on our website if you can we'd appreciate it very much
1: yes absolutely yes
2: but so uh i mean i think we've kind of killed the murder itself. Yeah, um, exactly. But you know what? I do want to go back into
1: Evan and Evan being a witness now to yeah, actually see Vincent. That's like a whole it's going to turn into something I already know because he already seems like a very determined person. Like we've seen him with Cat. Cat tells him no and he's still going for it. The same thing I think is going to happen with this. He is not going to stop until he figures out who this beast is because now all of a sudden he's going to Cat talking about the fact that I believe you now. You know, when you experienced the beast and everybody thought you were crazy. No, I saw... I It was something.
2: So, luckily, he didn't see the exactly. beast. Exactly. He just heard no, it. No, yeah. He just yeah. heard the beast. But he, he's having this connection with Cat, And he's connecting because I think, I think the problem is his DNA. You know, he's got that weird DNA. And it's linked to all these different murders. And they thought it was a defective microscope or something at first. But really, it's... Obviously, we know now it's his DNA. Right. And so... Now he's connecting all of these murders. And I just think this is bad news bears for for Kat because she's involved in all of these murders.
1: Yes, and she's having to cover and lie about it.
2: Exactly, and she's the sketchiest person out of everybody. I mean, Tess is very open and very straightforward with what she's doing and Kat isn't. And I don't think they're going to tie anything to Kat. I think they're going to tie it back to the beast she saw. Maybe it's something that's following her. Evan, at least. I think that's how he might feel. Yeah. And yeah. that because she was there, that's why he was near that beast.
1: You know, I was reading something. It was an interview that Jay Ryan had given. And he was talking about in the future, he feels like his character is starting to feel very threatened by Evan. Because not only does Evan eventually he'll have the power to unleash his secret. But he's also going to have the ability to possibly take Catherine's heart away from him. Because we've seen... Yeah them have a little bit of chemistry and now that Vincent is in a position to where he feels like he's a danger especially to her he's going to keep himself away from her which means there's just more room for Evan to work his way in. I think it's going
3: to bring them closer. Oh yeah. I think
1: it's going to bring them. Yeah. 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 But but. just because they've experienced
3: the same thing and you know we see her you know she kind of falls back away from him but I think this is going to bring them closer and I think this might actually help hide her secret.
1: I'm, you know, I'm going to have to disagree with you on that one. I, th- I mean, I think that they're going to get a little bit closer, mm-hmm. but I don't necessarily think it's going to be over the Beast because even if she chooses to go with the route of an easy romance, meaning not having to deal with all the difficulty of that hidden thing with Vincent, I feel like she's still going to want to protect him and not let his secret out. So to bond over something like the Beast with him, I don't foresee that happening. But I think that
3: if she bonds with him, it kind of keeps Evan off the trail of him.
2: Maybe. I maybe. disagree with both of you. I honestly <laughs> think there's going to be no bond. I think this, this pushes her away because she's fearful now. If she if she plays too much into it, he's going to think something's weird. If she plays too much off of it, I think she's going to try and remain status quo about it. Keep the flirtation going. Keep the friendship going. Because if she gives too much, she obviously was heartbroken over what happened tonight. When, right. when we find out that she's kind of triggering, which we haven't touched on yet, but she's triggering Vincent's right. blackouts. Or that's That's so it seems. So it seems every time he's going to see her her her, or he has seen her or he's She's around. Or she's coming to his house, he blacks out. And so it seems as though she's the reason. But I just think she's too heartbroken, she's too invested in Vincent, and I don't think she will jeopardize that in any way. And I don't think Evan's her type anyway. I don't think she would be with him either way.
1: He's a little obnoxious.
2: Ugh, he's so into himself.
1: But he's so good looking.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the accent. It's
1: all the accents.
2: And and now he's super like sketched out. Did you oh, did you see? Yeah, yeah. At, he was really at the end he out. was really freaked out. Yeah. And I kind of liked seeing that side of him because he's always so sure of himself and so calm right. and so demure. And this time he's kind of like freaking out in his office. And I like. I mean, I don't just like to see that. Just another thing to bring
3: that. him closer. Yeah. No. As soon no. as he humbles himself, he's gonna swoop right
1: in there. No, oh, I mean, gosh. I just think that. The reason they'd be getting closer again wouldn't be because of Vincent. It's just because he's really persistent. And because if she's not around Vincent, someone's going to distract her. But we see Tess starting to push her in the direction of, you know, yeah, hey, I'm okay with that. But. Well, not really okay with that because, obviously, I'm go Team Vincent, but I'm okay with seeing the firefighters. Exactly. Yeah, it's very Some good. Very thing. good yes. candy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> episode. In fact, Paige and I... Oh, well, I was going to say, no offense to all you firefighters out there, but we are talking about how not all the firefighters necessarily okay. look like the guys on the CW.
2: No. No. But then again, nobody in real life really, really looks like, like the guys anyone. on the CW. This is true. True story. You know. You uh, got to gotta pick your battles. I don't mind watching it on TV. I'll accept reality and just watch it on TV. Yeah, yeah. Fine by me. But I feel... Did anybody else notice
1: there was like 1.1 second where Kat was playing with the idea of flirting with some of these guys. I mean, she was talking to them a little bit awkwardly. I but didn't when, see that. I did, well, I feel like when that Mike guy was talking to her, somebody, just the way she looked at him, it's she, like it was a thought in her mind for a hair of a second, like, hmm. And then it was like, now nah, back to Vincent.
2: I think it was it was because she mentioned they'd worked together kind of in mm-hmm. the past. He saved a little boy right. she was on the case. I think it was just a connection and she yeah. felt... Oh, I know you. I don't feel so awkward talking to Mr. September right now, you know? Mm -hmm. She looked bored.
3: Oh, yeah. She looked Uh, bored. Even at the end when they were on the date, she looked like she was distracted. Her mind was somewhere else. It's like she's just doing that to appease Tess. And let's
2: touch base on the fact that she's always dressed so boring. Please, people. Like, if you're on a date, wear something.
1: Who? Tess are for? Both. both. Oh. They're just like cops.
2: Yeah. I know, but you're not a cop your whole life. Like, not every second of your life. Yeah. I would have loved to seen Tess with
1: some makeup on, like eyeshadow or something. You're going out. A lipstick.
2: Or a dress. Yeah. We all, we've all talked about the fact and that we know dress. she's a cute girl. They just don't allow her I to think be. I think the, the good thing about the CW and the way they can get away with this is because I think most other CW shows, the girls are dressed really nice and mm-hmm. they look really good. Got nice bodies, pretty makeup, good hair. I think, obviously, their demographic is younger women, um, like our age. And we tune in for the guys. So, I mean... Yeah, I I care what the women look like, but I care more about what the guys look like. Absolutely. This is true. I don't know. That's just
3: me. I just like seeing Vincent shirtless. I concur.
2: Concur.
1: Concur.
3: But
2: um, side point, like you said earlier, JT, funny guy this episode.
1: I'm going to cut you off just because I really like, well, you know what? Go ahead. I'm
2: going to let you go. I, thought, I just thought he was funny. And I like when he's in this show. Like, I don't like when there's tons of scenes and he's not involved. Or, like, an episode where he's not a big player. Because he's funny. And I think he genuinely cares about Vincent. And I don't think he's keeping Kat at an arm's length like you were mentioning earlier um, when we were talking. Mm-hmm. I think he honestly feels for Kat now. And sees that she cares for him. And sees she's invested in this. And that's why I like him even more. Because I feel like he really has, like... Strong feelings for his friend and the people his friend cares about.
1: I feel like he does. He's starting to open up to the idea of her. He started doing that a few episodes ago. But I feel like it wasn't until the very end of this episode was when he really was embracing the fact that she cares about him that much. Because she's even showing a softer side just in the way that she talks about him Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah if that makes sense at all it was a weird Um, episode (laughs) It was, but my favorite like the quote of the night when vince beasts out and he beasts out on jt jt ends up having to shoot like a tranquilizer or something Mm -hmm. on him and then he said something about you know what as vince is waking up he's still holding the gun at him and vince is like dude it's cool like i'm fine yeah he's like no 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 you know, throw me across the room like a sack of potatoes once. Shame on me.
2: Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that was like, funny. But that's why well. I love him because I don't feel like... It. Tess sometimes is funny, but... Their no comedic
3: way. timing's different.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's just he makes me, like, giggle, like, in yeah. the middle of the show. And I feel like it's so intense all the time and so dramatic that yeah. you need that little ray of sunshine to pop through every once in a while.
1: It's, like, all in the combination of his character and his look and everything else that makes it so he funny, so looking, yeah. He's so goofy looking and so cute. But at the same time, it does show that he's not going anywhere. He obviously hasn't for 10 years. But to have your friend do something like go completely crazy on you, throw stuff at you and throw you for that matter and still be standing at his side. And I love that Catherine was the same way, too. At one point, she was face to face with the beast and she's still looking at him like he's Vince. You know what I mean? I Uh, wanted her to use the gun. You wanted her to
2: shoot face him? to face with him the first time with the tranquilizer. She should have shot him yes. because then he wouldn't have killed somebody. They still would have gotten the guy. They still would have gotten him. But we don't know what he
1: would have done to Evan by that time. I don't. They care. were right there. They were, but he had the knife at Evan's throat at that point when Vincent jumped out. But
2: she didn't know
1: that exactly.
3: So, so. she
2: risked Vincent, and Evan could have been killed by Vincent too if Vincent had seen him and True. she had distracted him with the bullets. Right. I mean, that's where I think the selfish thing comes into play. She wanted her presence to be enough for him, and it wasn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? He still went crazy. And before, she's been able to bring him back, and she couldn't this episode.
1: Do you really think it's about the selfishness or about the fact that she just didn't want to hurt him? How are you hurting? It's not hurting him, him it's a tranquilizer No, no, no. Well that, at that point, yes. But I mean there was a second point where she was face to face with him with a gun, but it was a real gun. It wasn't a tranquilizer gun. Yeah. But that's why she shot at the piece
3: of wood on the side. Like she I think she's very selfish and she just wants to see how far she can go. She's always pushing the limit. Mm-hmm. Always.
2: she's growing think, on me. <laughs> yeah.
1: And but at the same time if that is what she's doing, it's I feel like a subconscious thing. That's true. You she know, might I mean, not be like, aware that she's doing it, but she she's always putting
3: him in a situation. She never puts herself in jeopardy.
1: This is true.
2: And this JT said true. that you know you didn't think about what you were doing to him. You she's like, well, Evan could have died. Yeah, but Vincent now has killed somebody, and you don't know what he's doing to himself now. And that's when we reveal that he's in a he's like cell. in a cage. Yeah. Like yeah.
3: And you can like see her face how she does like consciously realize that yeah. she's like oh okay she's
1: well she's always remorseful
3: it just takes a while for her to understand what but her it's like why does someone that? have to die for you to feel remorse but i think right? we
2: all do things that are selfish um and you don't realize till after and somebody's like you know you did this and it really made That's me mad right. um obviously the things i do don't result in killings uh or beasting out or anything mm-hmm. like that but i think it's a relatable thing i mean sometimes we think too much about what we want or what is the best outcome for us as opposed to what's the best outcome for the people around us. That's true. Unfortunately, it's human nature. Yeah. But, if your human nature is to comment, you should go to iTunes and rate and comment um, on our show and all the other shows on AfterBuzz if you're watching them. There's tons of shows. We all do a bunch. I do three shows. I kind of was doing two. One yeah. wrapped. Yeah, I was doing America's Next Top Model, which just ended two weeks ago. But
1: I am jumping on to Arrow, which started oh, last Wednesday. Oh, fun. Yes. I will not be there next week because I'm going out of town to New York. But the week after, you will find me on yeah Arrow.
2: But uh, we read your comments, and we care about what you think, and we'd love a high rating if you feel we deserve it. Uh, We work really hard here at After Buzz, and we we care about what you're saying, and we want to hear about it so we can improve and get better for you. So make sure you go to iTunes, check us out, rate, comment, and obviously tell a friend if you think they would like the show as well. Um, We're always welcome to new viewers. So, Uh, yeah, so this episode, lots of stuff.
1: There's a lot of stuff. I think we've talked out a lot of the stuff, but what I do want to end with, and you mentioned earlier, and maybe we can just delve into it a little bit more, is the fact that we conclude that Kat supposedly is the reason for Vince having all these blackouts. And personally, I don't think that's what it is. I think that JT is the first to plant that thought into Vincent's mind and make all these correlations. I still think he's, even though he likes her, he's still always pointing some sort of finger at her. I don't know. What do you guys but think? But
3: even the correlations don't even make that much sense because the campus thing, like, I don't see where the relation
1: was. He's if like, it was him that beasted out. Yeah. But we're leaving it as JT thinking that it wasn't him that did that because it wasn't that boy's blood that
3: got well, killed. Well,
2: right. But he did beast out. But he did oh, beast yeah, out on I the think, campus.
3: Yes. And he said, you know, you know, he heard you coming up the stairs or but when you he- were on the campus. Where, where was she involved with the
1: campus? But, but, one of the things j t said is it's if he's ever on his way to meet her or if he's on his way to that's do true. anything, so he could have been on his way, in fact, he was wasn't he? no, 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 oh, that they was were the other were episode. they going out to the camping trip? maybe that's no, 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 but the Two weeks ago, because it was such a long time ago, where we last left off, he was on his way to meet up with her, and that's when he passed out and found himself on the top of a rooftop and had blood on his hands. This was the dot, dot, dot that went into tonight's episode and continued on. So that's what had happened. He was on his way to see Kat. So it's anything okay. that has to do with the thought of about to be with her, with her, or... And he heard her voice, so... Yes.
2: Okay, well, I have a thing for prediction, so I'll save it for there, for that. For what I predict is the reason it's happening, so... I'm going to hold my thoughts. Okay. Well, I, I mean,
1: I have uh, some predictions myself, too. Well, let's,
2: well, uh, let's, let's just head on into, into our well, predictions. I, right. oh, oh, well, okay. do you want to do your news and gossip first? Do you yeah. have anything juicy for
1: us? I do. Well, I don't know how juicy it is. But for those of you who haven't Buzz. read yet, they are actually, they, being Beauty and the Beast, along with Arrow and Emily Owens, MD, is going to be nominated for one of the best new TV dramas. Which is for so the People's strange. Choice Award. But
2: that's not strange? Not that that we were awarded not we not that I'm on the show but uh, this show was awarded but like Emily Owen MD that just got cancelled I just don't know where these votes are coming from because if you didn't like the show enough to watch it who nominated them
3: exactly well that means more votes for Beauty and the Beast exactly there's no more Emily Owens to vote for
2: right so if you guys
1: are big fans definitely hop onto the People's Choice Awards uh, website and vote vote yes Keep the show going. Exactly. Yep. Any other news and gossip from you, lady?
2: No, these people are squeaky clean. They are. It's a little bit of a shame. I think they don't do anything. They're in Canada. I think they're just bored. Maybe they're just in hotels all day.
3: Exactly. Go (laughs) hiking. What are you guys doing up there?
2: All right,
1: well, then let's just hop into our predictions. Yeah.
0: And now, you're after Buzz TV predictions.
1: I'm going to go ahead and let you predict first because my prediction might be a little bit of a spoiler.
2: Okay. My prediction is that, yeah, maybe Kat is the reason he is beasting out. But I think it has something to do with – he didn't start beasting out until a couple episodes ago. And I think it has something to do with maybe when they bumped into those people from Nearfield, and maybe – I don't know. Maybe there's something about her or something in her or something uh, – I don't know. Something about her medically or DNA-wise that is altering him or something like that. That's something Nearfield is controlling. Not her, not him. Because he was seeing her for weeks before this right, started happening. Right. Maybe even months. I don't know. TV time. So I think something's been tainted with her.
1: I don't know. I, I feel like it's a coincidence. And it's just something the show is doing to make it seem like another hurdle or another challenge to get past. But it really has absolutely nothing to do with her.
2: I know. I'm, I'm reaching here. <laughs> I, I, but I'm trying to find out why. Like, I, yeah. There's no good explanation for why this randomly started happening. And that's... The, nearfield created it nearfield's the reason for it i feel like they might be the reason this is happening yeah
1: i want to just retract a statement because i know i'd made a prediction a couple of weeks ago and it's correct to an extent i had mentioned the fact that his wife was coming back i don't know if i said it as for his wife but it is uh vincent's fiance that's going to be popping up in the next few episodes to cause a little bit of oh. trouble in paradise but there's going to be a few other people popping up as well. I'm not going to say who, but potentially people from his past are going to find out that he is indeed alive after thinking that he's dead. So it's going to start causing a lot more
2: dad, conflict. His dad is alive. His dad, right? And remember that newspaper guy was like, oh, his dad yeah. lost so many people. Mm-hmm. He yeah, lost such his two shame. sons in the, in the towers and then his other son in Afghanistan. Yeah. Oh, that'll be so sad if yeah. his dad finds out. Yeah. I mean, what would Ah. you
3: do
1: if you found out your son was still
2: all of a sudden alive? I'd be sad that he didn't come to me,
1: but at the same time, given the really rare, yeah, situation, I guess I could understand. But I'd be excited.
2: Yeah, no that'd be sad. I'd yeah, be more yeah. excited. Less well, juicy.
1: Yeah. Getting mm-hmm. okay, good. Alright, well it looks like we're wrapping everything up for tonight. All right. Uh let's hear you guys' uh, Twitter handles.
2: Yes, you can find me at Page Cell on Twitter and I'm Page and So you can find me on Facebook as well there if you'd like. But you don't.
3: And you can find me on Twitter at I'm Amber J, A M B E R J A Y E. And
1: I'm Ali Kona Bradford. You can find me on Twitter at KissMyPassport or on Facebook and Tumblr under Ali Kona Bradford. So, thank you guys very much. We can't wait to talk to you again next week.
0: From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek and the entire Afterbuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the Afterbuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit afterbuzztv.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth and this has been a presentation of Afterbuzz TV.